You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. Welcome to Time to Revive, and this is an exciting time because we have a new guest that you're going to get to hear from today, and it's always a really unique, powerful perspective from this person's viewpoint as they walk this walk out by faith. But also, I'm excited because today we're embarking on the next day in the next step of our faith journey together. This is the whole thing. I want this to be an encouragement to you. I want this to be something that you sit there and not only just go, hmm, that's nice to hear, (laughs) but I want it to be used as a motivation tool for all of us to say, you know what? We need to be about our father's business and we need to encourage each other with that every time. But on the program with me today is Terry Gray. Terry Gray was introduced to me from another friend. Actually, so Terry was a friend of a friend, but now Terry and I are friends. With me on the program today, Terry Gray from Troy, Ohio. Terry, welcome to the program. Thank you. Glad to be here. I want the audience just to get to know you just a little bit and and who you are, what you are, and what you do, and then we'll start getting into the nitty-gritty of this topic today about evangelism. Sure. My name is Terry Gray. I attend the Valley Church in Troy, Ohio. It's a fairly new startup, and we're really excited about the things there. But I've been a Christian since about 1982-83, when God got a hold of my heart. It was an incredible, drastic change pretty much overnight for me. And, and, And salvation happens a lot of different ways for people. But uh, the Spirit of God just got a hold of my heart. It's like I always knew that I was different. Mm. And the Spirit of God came into me and just transformed me. You know, that old man leaving, the new man coming. And, uh, you know, I've never been the same since. And it's exciting to share Jesus with others. It's exciting to worship God and, and have the opportunity to to be with him on a regular basis and walk intimately with him. In my own personal life, I feel like I'm just barely, you know, I've been doing it almost 40 years and I'm just barely beginning to scratch the surface. You know, it's a process that we we go through, that process of sanctification and growing in more Christ-likeness. And there's no greater way for me to grow than when I share Jesus with somebody else, Maybe. or I come alongside somebody else and disciple somebody. And uh, there's there's three things in life that excite me the most, and that is worship, prayer, and sharing the gospel with others. Amen. And I think what's exciting to me in this, uh, as I mentioned, a unique conversation today, Terry, because you and I did not meet through Revive. But we met through Brother in Christ, and I've had the opportunity now to hear Terry preach. I've had the opportunity to hear him share his testimony. I've had the opportunity to just hear him and watch him love on people. You know, and that's what we always talk about. We always talk about loving on your community, loving your neighbor as yourself, and walking that out. And Terry, I've actually watched you do it, and that's why one of the reasons why we kind of became instant friends in this. But Terry, this is what my goal is for this particular program today. How do you approach, like, do you get up every day and you're like, oh man, you know, do I got to share the gospel today? Is it a drudgery? Is it like something you got to work up into? Or do you have a different perspective on it? 
it's only drudgery when I'm not walking intimately <laughs> uh, with him. I'll tell you what, like I said before, it's exciting to share the gospel with others. And you know what? If I'm open every day, every day I get up, if I'm open to the Spirit of God guiding and leading me, it's amazing. So many times I've prayed and I'm like, God, put somebody across my path. And at one place, it was um, within five minutes uh, during a uh, declare prayer in Troy at the soup kitchen, which we had never had anybody kind of walk in on us while we were praying. Within five minutes, two different occasions, a couple of weeks apart, God put homeless men in, in, in my path that we could minister to, love, and share the gospel with. And, um, you know, it, it all started with me when I said, you know what, I will do whatever you want me to do. And I tell you what, it was, was it scary? Mark, it was scary. I'm an introvert. Mm. And those people that know me now say, there's no way you're an introvert, but I am an introvert that by submitting to the Holy Spirit, by submitting to God, that he is extroverted. And my wife says, you know, everybody. I'm like, well, I don't really know any of them, but I do like to connect with people uh, with the the hopes of being able to uh, share truth, uh, to share my faith, to share the gospel with them. You can do it in a matter of minutes and get in the long line of any grocery store or department store, and uh, you can love on people and you can share, and they can tell if you really care about them, if you really love them. Yeah, you know, that's interesting, Terry, because we, we talk about that a lot, but because I know every single one of us, we could identify rather quickly if we're in a line at a checkout, whatever it is, grocery store, whatever, you're in a line and you know when the cashier is having a bad day. Like, it yeah. doesn't have to be announced, does it? Like, but everybody yeah. in the line knows it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. This was a revelation that my wife had about this. We talk about stress. It gets talked about a lot in our culture, right? Okay, stress, it causes these problems, da, 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 da. But you know what? The stress that a clerk experiences on a daily basis, is it any worse or any better than stress that someone working on Wall Street expresses? No. Like, stress is stress, right? And so my wife said, hey, you know what? That stress that checkout clerk or maybe someone at a fast food drive through is going through, their stress is just as real to them as everybody else's stress. And it's like, well, that's a clear sign that guess what? They need some help. They have a need and they need to hear something positive. They need some hope in a lot of cases. And Terry, I'm so glad you laid the card about being an introvert because again people aren't going to believe me either but every test that i've ever taken every personality test and i've taken a lot of them has all come back and said that i'm an introvert as well you're like well what are you talking about you you talk to people all the time yes i do because it's my calling it's my calling to do so and i do it out of obedience to the lord And, you know, when he called me, he says, you know, you're being awful prideful because you're not actually doing all that I've asked you to do. And, of course, only I knew that. And the Lord spoke that to my heart because he knew I knew it. (laughs) It was real. But the truth is he requires 100% of us, Terry. The only thing he's really asking for is all of us. 
right? Yeah, that's all. That's all, all he's all asking for. Yeah. And, and when you don't, when you withhold part of yourself to him, you're really the one that's missing out, I feel like, Terry. And like you said, it's such a joy to share the gospel. Talk about a time, Terry, when you felt like the Lord moved you or unctioned you to share the gospel or to pray for somebody, and you didn't feel like it. Actually, several years ago, it was early spring. I took my Bible. I went down along the um, Miami River on the levee, and I'm praying, and, and it was so beautiful out, worshiping God. And the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, turn around. I turned around, and there was three teenagers at Detroit Park, three girls. And he says, I want you to go down and I want you to share the gospel with them. And I tell you what, I really struggle with them. They're going to think I'm like some old man, you know. <laughs> and so I, I sat there and I sat on my hands. And then finally, I got enough courage to go down. It was several minutes. And as I'm walking down the hill towards them, they got in their car and they left. Mm. And I really felt that time that I quenched the spirit and not obeying immediately. And uh, I tell you what, I was just broken on the inside for several days and I repented. And I'm like, Lord, please don't allow me to miss those kind of opportunities, those God inspired moments when you you've set the table and you were ready to minister and I drug my feet, and I certainly don't ever, ever, ever want to do that again. It was heartbreaking. Yeah, and it truly is, and when the Lord burdens you with that. And then on the flip side of that coin, honestly, Terry, we're getting down to honesty and brass tacks, as they say, but you know what? On the flip side of that, Terry, there's been times where I've had Christians say, well, the Lord has never, never unctioned me to share the gospel. Mm. Have you ever heard anybody say that, Terry? I absolutely, or or that I really don't feel like God has ever spoken to me. Yep. And when I hear that, that just breaks my heart because that tells me there's not an intimate connection uh, with the Spirit of God. I hate to even say this, but I think there's a lot of people that are going through the motions that are in that same boat that they think that they know God, but they don't really know God. And, uh, you know, to be intimate with God and to allow his Holy Spirit guide and direct and teach and and even convict us when when we go astray, because God help us, you know, we're men and we're fallible. And there's times that we we do sin and we do go astray, but thank God we have a father and a son that sets to the right hand and he's interceding and he's got his spirit living in us to help us. And that would be my encouragement to anybody that said that is, you know what? Ask God. And I remember in 1983, after I got radically saved, and I was just asking him, Lord, I want all of your Holy Spirit. Mm. And I was actually walking up to the driveway to my house, and the Spirit of God just flooded my soul And I tell you what, that was the point. I had already confessed Jesus. I already asked him to come into my heart, but I asked him to just to give me all that he has for me. And uh, and it forever changed me that day. And it was just just yielding, 
you know, yielding him. I want all that you have for me, and I don't want to miss out on anything. And whatever you've gifted me with, help me to use that uh, to to minister to others. And you know, that's that's really good point. And I think I'm going to point out uh, a scripture with this, Terry, in that moment because. I know that there are people that they're struggling and like, I don't know if I've heard from the Lord one ever, or I don't know if I've heard from the Lord two lately. And there's two different types, right? But obedience is better than sacrifice. And here's what I'm saying. Sometimes we have to make a sacrifice of praise. Okay. The Bible talks about making a sacrifice of praise. And what that is to me is like when I don't feel like it. I need to praise him. I need to make a sacrifice. Sacrifice myself. You know, Romans 12, 2 says we're living sacrifices, and that's our reasonable worship. But then the second piece is this. When you're just obedient to what God's word has already told us to do, and it's like I shared with you a little bit ago, sitting in a stoplight, the light's not going to get any greener. People that say, well, I don't know if it's the Lord's will for me to share the gospel. Well, he said in his word that it is. So for me, obedience to that is better than sacrifice. And I think there's people out there maybe even listening right now that are thinking, you know what, I don't know that I've heard from the Lord ever, or I don't know that I'm hearing from the Lord lately. And what I heard you say is the Lord got a hold of me, Terry, and it's like because you pressed in and you prayed an honest prayer, and you just said, Lord, I want all that you have for me. Yes. And that takes obedience to do that. And I want to say this, if you're struggling and you're not thinking that you're hearing, maybe you're feeling like you're in a desert place, I would say to you that call upon the Lord. Call upon the Lord today. Call upon the Lord right now because he is there. He's promised never to forsake us or leave us. And yet call on him now because you might think the same thing, Terry. Well, I was a Christian for this many years or this many months or whatever. But today is the day of salvation, even for us. Salvation is what? Wholeness. Salvation means wholeness. Even for the believer that once walked in something, once had something, once experienced something, you can experience it again if you just ask. And the last thing I'll say, Terry, is this. If you get up and you make a prayer to the Lord and you're sincerely praying this in your heart and say, Lord, open up the door of an opportunity for me today to share your love with somebody. But then you have to keep your ears and eyes open because I know that anytime I've sincerely done that, and I like to do it every day now, but when I've done that in the past and made decisions to do that, the Lord will always out of the blue, boom, there's somebody at the gas station, and there's somebody, a clerk at a line, and they're clearly having a bad day, and you're like, hello, I just prayed for this, and God will open up a door for you. So Terry, talk about that as far as not just one-off, one-on, strong week, 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 you know, those off and on time periods, but talk about how you decided to pick up your cross daily follow him. And that would mean that you're willing to share the gospel every single day. Well, Mark, first of all, I was 23 years old when I gave my heart to the Lord and um, that created a great division in my marriage. And then after about 11 years, it actually ended. Mm. And here I knew that I had a call on the gospel. Here I found myself broken. But in the midst of all that, God upheld me. 
he gave me a word and he says, if you will be obedient, I wrote it in my, my old Bible. I've got it right here. If you will be obedient over these next 18 months, I'm going to bless you. Mm. And my part was to be obedient. And, and his promise was the blessings. Right. You know, I was actually mowing grass this morning and, and thinking about the Psalm 23 and then the, the Amazing Grace song. And I began to weep while I was mowing grass, thinking about that amazing grace, that unmerited favor, because we say yes to him, because we are children of the most high God, because his spirit rules and reigns in us, because we're obedient, his divine favor, his Mm. unmerited favor, favor on me and you that we didn't deserve, but he puts it on us because we're following him. We're picking up our cross, following him every day. And uh, the spirit of God, when he got a hold of me, uh, he began kind of like peeling back the layers of Mm. brokenness and wrong thinking. And folks, we all have wrong thinking. And it might be something that you were taught or something somebody said to you that that's not true, that doesn't line up with the word of God or the will of God or the way of God. And he began breaking down those imaginations, those high things that Mm. that, that were wrong in my life. And then I would repent. He loves us so much that he wants to break us kind of like the army, you break them down, you build them back up. You know, he wants to break me of the clutches of the old man and allow me to walk in that newness of that new nature that I can uh, live free, free above sin. Not that we ever will never sin, but we're above sin and we can walk in the victory that Jesus gave us at the cross. And with all of that, that you just said, Terry, I'm just thinking, I just know hundreds and hundreds of people that need to know that, that need to hear that, that don't go and hear that. They aren't getting fed that, but it's so true because the word of God is so true. And I just think this, man, and you've heard this, probably heard it a hundred times, but you might be the only Jesus somebody ever meets or the first Bible that someone ever reads. You might be that to them. And by the way, And this is what I heard you say, Terry. By the way, I'm sending you the Holy Spirit to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. It starts with us, brother. We're so undeserving of his grace. But let's let's talk for just a moment, Terry. You touched on this a couple times, and you touched on how good it is to get to share the gospel and how sweet that is and how encouraging that is to our faith. Yes, we're sharing our faith with someone else who may or may not know the goodness of God, but how much does that encourage our own hearts? Let, let me give you an example. Years ago, I was a youth pastor at a church of God over in St. Paris, and we took our kids away for the weekend. There was about 17 kids, and uh, we taught them street evangelism, kind of based on Kirk Cameron and Ray Comfort. And I didn't even know it at the time, but we, we practiced, and we practiced on each other, sharing the gospel. It was very foreign to most of our kids and the adults. You know, most adults don't know how to share the gospel, or they're afraid or fearful of sharing the gospel. Well, it was awkward sharing that with one another, and I didn't even know it, but on Saturday evening, the trainer, he says, oh, everybody get in the church van. We're going to Arcanum to the uh, old-fashioned days, and you're going to actually put into practice 
what you've been working on. And I love sharing the gospel, but I'm telling you, I was scared <laughs> right? doing that. But you know what? When, when, when our kids and even the adults, when they stepped out in faith and they met that fear and they conquered that fear and the first time was difficult, the next time it was a little easier, a little easier. And, and, and we came back and, and we kind of decompressed and went over everything and every single person, they were ignited. They were excited about, the, and they thought everybody would just turn them off. Not one person turned away from our people in sharing the truth of Jesus Christ. And it was just, it was powerful. And it was just igniting in the hearts of, of the kids. So then later on, we went down to inner city, Georgia, and they've got, they had over 12,000 homeless down there. And the kids got an opportunity to love on the homeless. And uh, the Lord showed me a long time ago when I began to, you know, well, I'm not this and I'm not that. And he's like, you are selfish. You are self-centered. He says, it's not about you anymore. It's about my kingdom. That's right. I'm a slave to him for what Mm. he did on the cross for me. I owe him everything. And when I step out in faith, like you said, he already told us to go and make disciples. Right. And, he, and Jesus, at the end of that, he says, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. He's with you. He's not only with you, he's already preparing the people that you're going to share the good news, the gospel with. So you know what? You're not doing it alone. You're doing it out of obedience. Uh, the spirit of God is with you and God has empowered you through Jesus Christ. So how can we go wrong <laughs> when we're sharing the good news about Jesus? That's Even so if somebody says no, guess what? You've planted seed. That's right. Somebody else will water. Somebody else will reap. But but it's all God. It's for God. It's the kingdom of God. He says in Matthew six thirty three, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. He'll take care of us. We are in covenant relationship. He will take care of us if we do his will. That's right, Terry. And I always say, yeah, go ahead and quote verse 20. Lo, I'll be with you to the end of the age. I say that all the time, right? It's like, okay, Matthew uh, 28, 19, but quote verse 20, quote verse 20, because he has promised to be with us as we go. Always. Amen. So good, Terry. I love it. I feel like this was an encouraging word day. And you're so right, Terry. It's like, it is such a privilege and an honor to represent the creator of the universe and his good news to his kingdom to carry that for us. So Terry, thanks so much, man. As, as very typically happens, time has flown by and we're out of time, but man, thank you for being so honest, transparent, pouring out your heart, sharing what you know, what the Lord has done through you, to you, and with you. It's so super encouraging. And listen, Christians, I'm telling you, God wants to do that. He's no respecter of persons. Terry and I would be the first to tell you we're not that great. We don't have it all figured out. But listen, we're just obedient to what he's called us to do. We're just walking this out by faith every single day, and you can too. We love you for pouring into this time and opening up your ears and opening up your hearts to let the Spirit speak to you. And thanks for tuning in this week. We hope to hear from you again next week. And Terry, keep your ears on because we're going to have you back on. We got unfinished business to talk about yet. Amen. Right? Sounds great. Thanks, Looking Terry. To it. God bless you. And you've been listening to Time to Revive. 
Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at ShineFMOhio.com. The Shine FM Podcast Network.